Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning and welcome to The Morning Beat. We're so glad you're here. We have a fantastic show planned for you. Yesterday was a lot. The one-year anniversary of the insurrection on Capitol Hill stirred up a lot of emotions. So to help us deal with those emotions and to process some of them is our marriage and family therapist, James Gay. He's joining us in about 15 minutes. So pour yourself a, uh, self a cup of coffee and kick off your day with a little bit of therapy. It's, it's on us. We're covering the tab. Also, a little bit later on in the show, we've got Dr. James Simmons joining us uh, for What the Health, talking about the Florona. What do we need to know about Florona? Oh, God. Me, personally, I want to make a song about it, like, my, 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 my Florona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know if I don't know if that's appropriate. So we're going to find out how serious this thing is from Wait, James. Wait, first of all, cut the show. I need to talk to you as my best friend. Okay, what, what what's I going on, Michaela? legit, this morning when I saw that article, I went, my, 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 my Florona. Now, if you guys a, know, listen, I'm recording from home. We're not together. We're not even together, but you can't separate us. There's no distance on this planet, Michaela Gordon, that can separate our souls. We are soulmates. Or not. I don't know if I believe in them. But we whatever. are two little monkey soulmates. Give me a snitch. <laughs> How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. I feel a little bit better. As you guys know, I'm just sort of trying to recover from... Uh, I feel like it might have been Florona. I was not feeling well. But um, I have learned a very valuable lesson, one that you will very much appreciate. Mm -hmm. In 2022, Lord, we are resting. I don't want to have hustle energy anymore. I'm tired and I loved napping. You know what I think? I think that collectively as a society, as a global society, we're realizing this. And those of us who have the option to rest from time to time are taking it. Unfortunately, not everybody's in that same position. A lot of families are still struggling to put food on the table and to keep a roof over their heads. And that is, it's, a, it's a dire situation for many. But if you are one of those who has the luxury of a little bit of time every now and then, a little bit of flexibility, take some time to rest well, it and you know valuable it's not even even for people that have to take care of their families of course but i wish that everybody would take i, I guess for me i'm like a workaholic yeah. i use all hours in the day to do seven thousand projects because we're taught that like you have to work super hard but every now and then i just want to sit down and i think it's just been so i like ran my body out and now i like being able to just be like, no, I'm, I'm done for the day and I you don't know, have anything to do. 
there are mothers and fathers out there with like litters of children right now that have two, three, four kids who are looking at us, listening to us right now and saying, shut up. Do you know the last, yeah, our producer Justin's got a one and a half year old. He's like, what, or two, is he two now? Did he just turn two? He's going to be two on Sunday. I was going to say, I know his birthday's coming up. The 14th or the... The no, ninth, the, the ninth. I knew it was around there. Oh, Michaela, you're the fourteenth. But anyways, parents are listening to us and saying, "Come on, I wish I could rest." But if you get a moment every now and then, take 10, 20 minutes to yourself and just try to decompress if you can. You know so, when yeah. we get to sleep, when we get to rest, when he's asleep, <laughs> yeah. that that like hour between when we go to sleep and uh, when he's asleep, yeah, that that hour, that's that's when we get to relax. So oh my god. I'm curious to know. So when your child goes to bed at night and you have a little bit of time where maybe you could be up. Mm-hmm. Do you usually just go to bed or do, do you try to make some time with your partner and enjoy it? Well, we try to, you know, carve out a show, a show, and then I have to go to bed because I have to wake up, you know, in about four hours. Well, I'm also glad you brought up a show because if you're not watching Ted Lasso, Justin told us all about you're this last, last year and I'm on season two. It is. Is this it? Is this? Is this oh, the, no, no, not, not, no. I, I haven't pulled up. the. Oh, audio. I heard something. Um, but That's Ted her. Lasso is such a feel good show. It's on Apple TV plus uh, and Jason Sudeikis is the most lovable TV character I think I've ever met. So if you're looking for something to do this weekend to lift your spirits, Ted Lasso, a uh, Apple plus TV. It's incredible. Or is it Af- Apple TV? Plus? Apple TV plus. I can never get it. Right. Uh, Michaela, though, it's time for some news on the beat. What do you have for us? All right, my honey. Well, there's a lot going on as usual in the news. Uh, So let's talk about what the CDC is predicting. More than 84,000 people in the U.S. could die of COVID-19 over the next month. Health experts say this forecast may not even fully account for the emergence of the Omicron variant and the spike in cases linked to holiday travel. Yesterday, the World Health Organization said so global coronavirus cases increased sharply last week in comparison to the previous week in new south wales the most populous state in australia authorities have announced new crackdowns on large gatherings prohibiting singing and dancing in pubs clubs and restaurants but in california local health officials say next month's super bowl is expected to go ahead as planned in los angeles despite the latest surge of cases in the region we will be joined by dr james simmons to really break this down and also talk about the flu road and maybe some of your symptoms are more the flu than they are corona we're going to navigate this together as always all right another news house democrats seem to be interested in highlighting the effects of last year's capital insurrection as part of their midterm election strategy even though some are still debating how much to actually talk about the attack on the campaign trail Yesterday, the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee rolled out a new messaging on its website declaring Republicans incited an insurrection. The site also highlights the 139 Republicans who voted to overturn the 2020 election and GOP lawmakers who may have promoted election lies. Meanwhile, we're still learning more about what happened during the attack. An unnamed former Trump White House official says... Former President Donald Trump initially did not want to tweet, stay peaceful, as the riot got out of hand. Leaders of the House Committee investigating the insurrection say they're not ruling out the possibility of concluding Trump's actions on January 6th constituted a crime. Imagine being like, I don't feel like writing stay peaceful. Let them riot. A little (laughs) psychopath. All right, let's get into weather. 72 in Palm Springs, 63 in Houston, 28 in Kansas City, 54 in San Francisco, 72 in Phoenix, a high of 41 in Atlanta, 16 in Chicago, 25 in Cleveland, and a high of 72 in Cathedral City. Now give us a vibe of the day. Do you know what, do you know what the happiest animal on earth is? 
the goldfish because it's got a 10-second memory. Be a goldfish. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know who said that? Who? Coach Ted Lasso. Oh, my God. You love him. You love him. So good. Um, all right. Well, coming up, we've got some therapy for you with our marriage and family therapist, James Gay. As we navigate our emotions coming off the insurrection one year and also uh, sober, dry January. Coming up next. Welcome back to the Morning Beat. It's time for a first round of What's Poppin'. Michaela, what's going on? Okay, well, this is very exciting. I love Sesame Street. And uh, it's very exciting because something that I wouldn't necessarily expect is joining Sesame Street. Um, Dwayne The Rock Johnson sent out a tweet. He said, uh, somebody said, has anybody ever seen a rock eat a cookie? Elmo was just curious that somebody was Elmo, who is adorable. My nephew was obsessed with that little stupid Elmo doll. And The Rock responded, yes, my friend, this rock devours cookies, all kinds of cookies. I'll introduce you to cheat meals and it'll change your life. Tell Cookie Monster to move it over because I'm coming to Sesame Street to kick ass and eat cookies. And I'm almost out of cookies. So he's getting ready uh, to go on. Cookie Monster then tweets, me say cookie challenge accepted. And the internet's losing their mind. Also, not that The Rock was like, I'll kick some ass for a child show. (laughs) (laughs) The Rock will be The Rock. Um, Listen, I'd rather The Rock be fighting with a Sesame Street character than Vin Diesel over coming back to the Fast and the Furious franchise because he's not doing that. But uh, he can still throw down with with the Muppet. Are they called Muppets? What are they called? I think they're called Muppets. Yeah. Uh, well, it's it's a it's a Twitter feud that's happening. This is all taking place in the, in the Twitter sphere right now. Um, so uh, if you're if you're not on Twitter, get on it. Well, there's also a <laughs> there's a video in this article also that um, one of the characters Zoe has a pet rock, and the the rock's name is Rocco. Pro- oh, I think we have some audio. Yeah, let's take a listen. Can I have an oatmeal raisin cookie instead, please? Oh, gee, Elmo, that was my last one. Oh, that's okay, Gabby. Elmo will just take this one. No, 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 wait, wait, Elmo. What? Rocco says that he wants the oatmeal raisin cookie. Rocco? Rocco's a rock, Zoe. Rocco won't know the difference. Yes, he will. He, he, you can't have that cookie, Elmo. Rocco wants to eat it. How? How is Rocco going to eat that cookie, Zoe? Turn Elmo. Rocco doesn't even have a mouth. Rocco's just a rock. Rocco's not alive. <laughs> Not Rocco. No, your dog. Rocco. Aren't, your, aren't, your, aren't your dog and your dad both, both named Rocco? Yeah. <laughs> it's very, very Italian of you. Very. But also the clip is titled, <laughs> Elmo, loses, <laughs> Elmo loses his mind over an effing rock. <laughs> I think that's so funny. Listen, I used to love Sesame Street, and I think it's still such a cute show for little kids. My niece loves it still. Uh, so we love it. The Rocks going to meet Rocco and Elmo. All right, coming up in the next hour, it's What the Health with Dr. James Simmon discussing the flu rona and how worried we actually should be. Coming up next. All right, it's time for another round of What's Poppin'. Now, Michaela, I will say that you are, in fact, my favorite lesbian. Lesbian! You're actually my probably top one through five. That's how much I adore you. But there is one. There is. 
Yeah, you're welcome. There is one woman, though, who came out as a member of our community last year. Uh, that is kind of up there on my list. However, since coming out, apparently she's dropped down the list uh, on other men's lists, I would say. Uh, what do you have for us? Okay, so this is really wild. When Cassandra Peterson, best known as Elvira, came out as a member of the LGBTQ plus community last September, <clears throat> she knew the news would make waves, and it did. However, the horror icon wasn't prepared for how big a deal it ended up being. She said on a recent episode of the Behind the Velvet Rope podcast, she said it flipped everybody out. Nobody was ready for that. And then she said that not everybody was thrilled, particularly as she described them, the horny old men of her fandom. She said, I knew that there was going to be some horny old men out there who were just not going to like the fact that they didn't have a chance with me anymore. And I hate to tell them they already didn't have a chance with me anyway. Okay, first of all, first of all, it was big news. When Elvira, the queen of horror came out, I was shook. I've met her a few times. Uh, my dear friend does her makeup. So I've gotten to see her and um, it, there's just no gaydar. Like I would have never thought that. However, it's so funny because when I post uh, like little stupid TikToks or anything, um, the other day there was a TikTok trend that said, I know something you don't know. And I said something like, when men assume I'm straight, I actually had like two men uh, comment like sleep faces um, as if they were like bored or over it. And then one person was like, who cares, whatever. And they do, like men tend to get really upset. They either take it as a challenge or they're like offended. And uh, I think it's so funny that she was like, listen, even if I was straight, honey, you wouldn't be the one. So I wouldn't be offended either way. Huh. Um, and I love I it. That's interesting. I've I've yet to meet a man or woman actually doesn't want to sleep with me, so I don't know what that's like. I guess I can't relate. I mean, you included. I tell you, you're adorable every day, and you try to hey, get AJ? all over me. Nice to meet you, Justin. You want to sleep with Justin, me? You probably you want love him me so bad. What? You're obsessed Listen, between with me, Michaela, and your wife Lauren, and your child. You don't want to sleep with your child. Obviously, you slept with your wife. But, I mean, we're like number two and three. I might be number three, Justin, but I'm, up, I'm on the list. Okay, so where does Gal Gadot fit in? Oh, Gal Gadot is definitely ahead of your wife and all of us. She's oh, wow. your favorite. I, I don't know if you guys know this, but Justin has had sexual relations with Gal Gadot. Oh, my Gadot. God. He's had a very well, that intense. That is not true. Very that is intense completely not true. Sexual relationship. He broke off a piece, as a matter of fact. I think yes, we're, yes, we're, yes, that, that did not it's happen. almost at all. a direct quote. And yep, then yeah. he started hitting uh, very frequently on A.J. Gibson. Yeah. So, um, you know, you're the one who wants happens. to sleep with me. Uh, he just wants to break off a piece of Wonder HR's Woman. Extension line. I can find yeah. Do we have somewhere? HR? Yeah. Is that a thing here? Yeah, that is. <laughs> oh my God, we're all morons. It's definitely Friday. Um, all right. Well, Elvira, good for you, Queen of the Night. Now, uh, coming up, apparently the Pope is coming for us, and he's leaving a lot of people shook. And my dog, Rocco, has something to say about it. Coming up next. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to the Morning Beat. Coming up this hour, if you've got cats or dogs but not children, the Pope thinks you're selfish. We're digging into that story, and we're going to pull from our Catholic childhood experience. We were both raised in Catholic school, and we've got stories to tell, honey, and we're going to do it this hour. Also, coming up a little bit later on, if you plan on cheating on your partner, make sure you turn off your cameras. We've all got cameras all over our homes nowadays, whether it's a ring on your front door or maybe a furbo for your pet inside. You got to think about these things if you plan on cheating. Not that we condone this in any way, shape, or form, because we don't. That's right. And we're going to tell you why. We've got a couple of wild stories for you a little bit later on this hour. Uh, Michaela, how are you doing? I'm doing good, honey. It's Friday. I love it. The weekend is here, and you finally... I haven't seen you in, gosh, three and a half weeks now. Because of the break, we took a nice little break for the holidays. Then you went and got yourself some COVID and possibly Fluorona. And so you've been staying home out of an abundance of caution. You are testing negative. So you will be back in studio on Monday. I can't wait to see you and give you a big hug. But uh, you holding up okay? Yeah, listen, I actually love it. I've been like relaxing, watching television. But I am getting bored now. I'm like, okay, I'm ready to go back to real life. I haven't left the house. I just sit here. Well, you're still in Vegas. Are Are you still in Vegas? Yeah, I haven't left. My mother-in-law gives me soup through the door, and then I just <laughs> hang out in my Costco leopard pajamas that Lisa bought me. And I'm I'm honestly living the high life. Me and Rocco just look at each other and hug. I love it. I love it. Well, I can't wait to see you again next week. Uh, right now, though, it is time for some news on the beat. What do you have for our listeners? Okay, well, more than 60 million people are under winter weather alerts across the U.S. as several storm systems grip the country. On the West Coast, record-breaking rain and snow melt in Washington and California are causing river flooding and avalanches. Across much of the South, dropping temperatures are causing icy road conditions that have led to massive backups and accidents in states like Kentucky, where a more than 20 car pileup yesterday brought traffic to a halt. On the East Coast, a fast moving winter storm is expected to drop several inches of snow on New York, Massachusetts and parts of the Mid-Atlantic this weekend. Forecasters say this will create even more disruptions, including school closures, flight cancellations, and problems for emergency responders. Oh, that's tough. All right, another news. LGBTQ activists and allies got uh, the Six Flags Amusement Park in Mexico City, Mexico, to drop its policy against affectionate behavior by holding a -a kiss-a-thon in protest. 
The protest was in support of a gay couple who were harassed by park security guards on December 29th for kissing while waiting in line for a ride. Though the couple wasn't kicked out of the park, a witness pointed out that straight couples had also been kissing in line. The gay couple suspected that the guards had targeted them because they are gay. The park director told us that in general, all displays of affection were prohibited and that it was in the regulations. We reviewed the regulations with him and that paragraph does not appear. They also pointed us out, took us out of line and threatened to take us out of the park for not complying with the family environment rule. A Twitter user named Matt Bernstein pointed out that even Six Flags ads in Mexico have featured straight couples kissing. There was never a policy that states you cannot kiss at Six Flags. Y'all made that up to do damage control after kicking out a gay couple because they made you uncomfortable. This is really fascinating. You know, I'm getting married in Mexico in June. You're going to be there. You're in my wedding. Uh, and you're, you you might get married alongside of me. I don't know what you're going to try to do or pull off to save some we'll money. See. But um, <laughs> same-sex marriage <laughs> has been legal in Mexico City since 2010. So way before it ever became legal here in the United States, it sounds like as far as Six Flags is concerned down there and their advertising department, though, they have some catching up to do. Yeah, absolutely. But also to be on, on a flip side and on a separate note, I don't like to see any sort of PDA, really. Like, I'm not really into anybody like kissing and holding hands is fine. But like full on making out in line is a little bit weird to me. And I don't care if it's straight, gay, anything in between. Um but if you're going to enforce that sort of a rule in your park, you have to do the same thing for all the couples, including the straight couples, because they tend to get away with a lot more than we do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that's so crazy, and I cannot wait to also get married on your big day. And let's get into weather. <laughs> a high of 63 in L.A., 64 in Vegas, 28 in Kansas City, 54 in San Francisco, 39 in Atlanta, 25 in Cleveland and a high of 54 in Sacramento. Now give us a five of the day. Listen, if you're uh, if you're feeling a little bit overwhelmed by all the chaos in the world right now, the, the one year anniversary of the insurrection on Capitol Hill, Flurona, this global pandemic that won't seem to go away. Maybe it's time for a reset uh, one week into 2022. We already need a reset. And one way you can do that this weekend, this is not an advertisement. This is just me saying that I absolutely love this show so much. It's my favorite series right now. It's in season two on Apple TV+. Plus. Uh, we're talking about Ted Lasso. So our vibe of the day comes from Coach Ted Lasso. Do you know what the happiest animal on earth is? What, the gold, babe? The goldfish. Because it's got a 10-second memory. Be a goldfish. Let go of stuff. Don't hold on to stuff. I also, love it. Also, <laughs> you know what goldfish makes me think of? What? Goldfarb, your family's original oh name before God. you changed it to Gordon. Michaela Good. Goldfarb. Listen, you little freaky boy. You're my Michaela Goldfish. <laughs> you, you are. I will say this. You are kind of like a goldfish. You don't hold on to stuff too often. You can get upset really quickly and you move on quickly. That's very true and I have great fish lips. <laughs> <laughs> well, not, not not natural, of course. No, no, God, no. All right, coming up, is the Pope coming for us as he calls people with dogs selfish? Well, I've got a few words for the Pope coming up next. Oh, Michaela, doesn't this just take you back to... Catholic school. Listen to me. The only reason I went to school is because every May crowning, they let me sing the Ave Maria. (laughs) And so I would go. And I thought I was so cool because I was singing in a different language. I think I told everybody I was bilingual, like, for 10 years. Not 
Not May Crowning. I have forgotten about May Crowning completely. Oh, it was iconic. It was iconic. Wow. My mom put me in the Ow. sluttiest dress. She put me in stripper heels in a <laughs> slutty dress. And I thought I looked so beautiful. I was 10. And every mother mm. and father had a heart attack. And there sat my lesbian mother and her butch girlfriend cheering me on. I used to be an altar boy and uh, sneak the wafers in the back. And I would have a little snack every now and then. They're kind of like basic chips, uh, the body of Christ, obviously. But before they became the body of Christ, they weren't blessed. Uh, and then I also used to sing solos in church as a child. And then my voice changed, and I never learned how to sing ever again. But that's neither here nor there. We could talk about our Catholic upbringing all day long. Right now, the focus is turning to Pope Francis, who time and time again seems to be old AF, but... Pretty liberal and progressive in some ways. He's been known to support our community, sort of. Now, he can't fully support gay marriage because the Catholic Church is an institution that's far larger than the Pope. However, he has said time and time again, gay people deserve the rights and privileges of everybody else, and they should be loved and accepted in our church, right? That's great. Uh, But while the Catholic Church is fighting in court to block LGBTQ people from adopting children— because that's still happening. Happening. Uh, the Pope just recently spoke out about those choosing to be pet parents as opposed to being parents of real children. Now, he was speaking at the Vatican this week and said, I quote, is a denial of fatherhood and, and motherhood and diminishes us, takes away our humanity to choose a dog or a cat over a human baby. Now, I know you have some thoughts for the Pope, and I'd like you to share them right now, Michaela. First of all, Rocco Joseph Gordon Pittman means everything to me, okay? When he came into the studio and he wrapped his beautiful little paws around my neck and basically said mother with his eyes, he became my son for life and he's my big boy. He's my honey and I love him. I do anything for him and he's my child. I think the Pope sucks. Well, he said he goes on to say, today we see a form of selfishness. We see that some people do not want to have a child. Sometimes they have one and that's it, but they have dogs and cats that take the place of children. I think being a parent is actually, I honestly think it's a more selfish thing to, in some cases, have children. I know that the reason, I mean, my mother literally told me this. She and I do not have a relationship. And I remember one time being like, why did you even have me? Like, we don't like each other. Like, what's the deal? And she's like, I wanted somebody to love me. And I was like, oh, God, great. That's like what I have to do in this lifetime. And it was such a selfish thing. Like people have kids so that they Mm. can see what they It's a very narcissistic thing sometimes. And not all parents. There's incredible parents. But I I hear you. Where I come from, people start having babies at 21, 22. And that's that. And they never actually develop into the adults, the humans that – that know exactly who they are, where they stand, how they feel about the world. And then all of a sudden, they're they're parents, and they're so far gone into it, they never have that opportunity again, and now their entire identity is being a parent. Now, that's great for some people, right? But I don't know that everybody, actually, if they'd been given the opportunity to really see the world and experience life a bit, would make that same choice. Because here in Los Angeles, my, my friends are in their 30s and 40s and without children, and some of them already some of them never want to have kids and i think the issue is the pressure we put on people to procreate and to go have kids and to populate the the planet it's not always the best choice for everyone 
I would like to have kids someday. I've always thought I'd be a really great father, but if I'm not, my life won't end. And I will tell you that my son, Kingston, who is a Wheaton Terrier poodle, he's a woodle, uh, is the sweetest thing. And just last night, my fiance and I were sitting on the couch looking at each other and brought to tears by how happy and how blessed we are in our lives right now. And we were holding our dog at the time. He was super, super cuddly. And I might not be a parent to a child, but guess what? The Catholic Church doesn't even want me to be a parent to, to a child. So I think this is a bit of hypocrisy, but I do want to lighten this up a bit because lighten it up. while the Pope, the Pope may be way off on this, there is one woman by the name of Kayla Sullivan who is dead on. She's a former reporter in Indiana and she shares hilarious TikToks of her son. And this recent one went viral. Now, this was her son having a meltdown at a very popular restaurant that you and I know and love. Kayla Sullivan reporting live from outside my son's bedroom where he's currently being detained until nap time is over. Now, this story does involve a minor, so I can't release specifics. But what I can confirm is my son is a two-year-old terrorist who held me hostage at the Olive Garden earlier today. <laughs> not a two-year-old terrorist. Oh, my gosh. That, if that's not the most relatable thing ever, my nephews were horrendous. And there were years where I would not go to restaurants with my cousin and my and my family if they were going because they were such little angels. Listen to me, I took my niece to breakfast a couple weeks ago and she poured syrup in her hair. Okay, like I was like, <laughs> listen, you moron, don't do that. Stop My it. dog, my son Kingston has never done that. However, I did wake up the other morning. He pooed in the kitchen about four different places, so that was a rough go. But uh, listen, if you want to have pets if you want to have kids if you don't want to have pets you don't want to have kids guess what it's your life you get one of them live it you get one life honey all right coming up here's a story of cheaters being caught i love nothing more than this and we have it for you next oh my god come on carrie underwood this song is iconic uh for a number of reasons not just because she is, gosh, one of my favorite American <laughs> idols of all time. Top two or three easily. I can't stand you. Obviously, Catherine McPhee's up there, and so is Kelly Clarkson. You know I love Elliot Yamin, so maybe, yeah, that pushes you down to five or six Great, now. thank you. You're still above Taylor Hicks, though. <laughs> oh, good. Everybody's above Taylor Listen, Hicks. Soul Patrol for life. So everybody. <laughs> All right, let's talk about cheating, though, because this is real. And every relationship at some point in time will face either insecurities about cheating or the actual act of cheating itself. And it's one of those things that fascinates people, right? Whether you're in the relationship or not, you want to know about it. What's going on? This is why this is uh, so fascinating to me, the story of this TikTok video that went viral last year, about a year, about a year ago. And then went viral just again because there's this trend on TikTok of videos that had previously gone viral. What are the most popular cheating videos of the last year? So it went viral again. And in this video, this woman says, uh, basically, she's sick to her stomach because uh, she catches her husband doing something that he shouldn't be doing while she and the family are away on a, on a vacation. She says, when your husband is too sick to go on the family trip you planned. Okay, so in this video, it's a ring video. You know those ring uh, security systems that go on your front door? Yes, uh-huh. We, ha- we have one on ours. Yeah. We love it. It's great. For us, it's a way of knowing if somebody's stealing our Amazon packages, <laughs> right? We want to know what's going on when we're not home. Totally. 
Well, uh, when there's movement by a ring, it starts to record, and then it sends you a little video on your phone. My fiance gets all the videos, right? Sometimes he tells me my butt looks cute when I leave for work in the morning. It's it, I like we that. Love that. But this husband not so happy because in this video, he walks outside in the dark. It looks like it could be late at night or early in the morning. Either one, not a good situation. And then a woman walks out of their home. Imagine being married to this man. You're on vacation with your children and you see a video of your husband walk outside, very much not sick. And you especially know he's not sick when the woman walks behind him and gives him a kiss. They stand there, they kiss for a little bit, and she walks away. I would lose my mind. You got to think you're in another state, another country. You're on vacation with the kids. You're checking in on your husband, maybe sending him, you know, a Postmates chicken and noodle soup to make sure he's okay. And he's getting on with another woman. I literally, I it's be, making my stomach uh-uh. sick for her because I feel like that's, the, it's, it's a difficult situation when you're also not looking for anything. Like you're just checking your ring yes. and that's what well, you see. Well, I've thought about this because randomly, so we have a ring on our front door and then we have a Furbo inside. And for a while, we had a third camera on our kitchen for our dog to keep an eye on our puppy when we're gone, right? And we get alerts whenever Kingston starts to move too much or if he barks. But it also gives alerts if a human moves by. And so I randomly will walk through the living room out to the kitchen for a cup of coffee in the morning, but naked. And then my fiance will get an alert on his phone and they'll send me the video. He's like, nice butt. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I forgot uh-huh. it was there. And you you really do forget that they're there. And when he was in the hospital for a week, you know, months ago, it was a cute way to, so when I would come home from spending time in the hospital or I'd be going to work in the morning, I'd grab our dog Kingston and we'd, we'd record like a little message in front of the Furbo camera. And afterwards... Emil thought it was so sweet, it made him so happy when he was in the hospital that he put together a video and put it on TikTok of all the little messages we sent him while he was in the hospital. That's a cute way to That's use so cute. You know, one of these one of these well, cameras. But it's not always this cute. First of all, the, this next little psychopath, I, I'm i kind of impressed. I, I, I feel like I'm impressed with this next one. Well, this woman's a bit of a sleuth. She's a wild one. Uh, Lois Sanders, that's her name. Sorry, I'm sorry, Lois Saunders. She's 23 years old. And she felt like her boyfriend was cheating when she found uh, a tampon and mascara underneath her boyfriend's wardrobe. Now, the the tampon like had been used. It was just the shelling or whatever. So on the shelling, there's a serial number. I did not know this that. This psychopath contacted the tampon company to get this to find out um where to where it was bought and all the information that you could find and when it was made and when it was made she reached out she reached out to Procter and Gamble one of the largest corporations on the planet yeah so she blew up on TikTok people had mixed feelings about this some were like you're actually an icon and others were like you bro- well, we you belong you in prison cuz you're insane i was obsessed <laughs> but here's where she failed me okay here's where she lost me she then said later on there were a few women that were living there before she moved uh, moved in and that also her and her boyfriend were taking a break around the time that this was made <laughs> and so now she forgives him for doing nothing okay so this is this is so weird first of all you're 23 years old and we all know that every single 23 year old on the planet is insane myself included i was a maniac at 23 
she reached out to Procter and Gamble and they sent multiple emails back and forth and they verified <laughs> this. And what she was trying to figure out was based on the serial number printed on the side of like the little plastic little canister, little tubing that the tampon comes in when it was made. So she was saying if this was made before we were together, I have nothing to worry about. It could have been one of the former roommates. Listen, if this was actually manufactured while we were together, he's probably cheating on First me. of all, I would <laughs> never even be able to keep the dates. You know when I start my period before I do. You keep the notes. I would have no <laughs> I <do. laughs> idea. I'd be like, December 11th, 1999. No idea. Well, And here's the thing. Also, also, if you're at the point already this early on in a relationship where you're that paranoid – there's something else going on either with him or maybe with her that tells me you're probably not right for each other and you might not be ready for a relationship. It's kind of insane. I mean, me. she's a psychopath. A tampon case. <laughs> get, ew, me your t- ew, ew. get me your TikTok. Get me your TikTok. I'm going to be friends with her. I like her. Um, nope. All right. Coming <laughs> up, another icon. What is the Betty White challenge and why is it sweeping the internet? We've got that in What's Poppin' coming up next. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. You know, Michaela, as the world continues to mourn the loss of our final golden girl, our final and maybe our favorite, to be honest, Betty White passed away uh, just before New Year's, before the clock struck 12, didn't quite make it to her 100th year, which would have been uh, on January 17th. But I made a comment yesterday on the show, sort of an off-the-cuff remark about how we could honor Betty on her, what would have been her 100th birthday on January 17th, uh, just for a a little bit of a recap. Take a listen. Here's an idea on her, what would have been her 100th birthday on January 17th. Uh, if you can, give $100 to, a, to an animal organization somewhere, uh, ASPCA or, or our local shelter. Um, and also, it's really fascinating that this is coming. Justin? Did you say $100? Yeah, why not? I mean, the, the five, ten, no, I said 100. I said 100. I said, and I said, if you can, okay. give 100 bucks. All right, to be fair, our, our producer Justin could have cut out that part where he started the drag yeah. because I sounded. <laughs> 
I sounded like I wanted people to give $100. But listen, I'm saying in honor of her 100th birthday, if you could do it, but... Well, yeah, because uh, I was, this conversation began because I told you Shoshana Bean, one of my favorite singers... She posted this. She was saying uh, it was a repost that everyone was just going to donate money to their animal charity on January 17th. But it started as like a friendship thing. And then it literally blew up into now the Betty White challenge. And it's a full virtual event. And the event is only asking fans for $5 Unless you want to be like AJ Gibsonian and give a hundred dollars, which is also very exciting, but it's a movement that she deserves. Betty was a constant and compassionate advocate for vulnerable animals across the country. She will be greatly missed, and it's very exciting. Also, Greater Los Angeles Zoo Association President Tom Jacobson re- uh, reiterated the sentiments. He said her work with the zoo spans more than five decades, and we are grateful for her enduring friendship, lifelong advocacy for animals, and tireless dedication to supporting our mission. Um, I mean, look, it's so sweet. Also, animals are so, so vulnerable. And oftentimes, we talk about this, especially during the holidays when Doc Halligan comes on. You'll get a puppy for Christmas, and then all of a sudden, you don't want the dog anymore. It's too much work. Or if the dog gets injured and the surgery is too much, you just get rid of these dogs. And I I mean, they're the most incredible little creatures. I, I just, I think it's wonderful for as much money as people can give. And I bet you this... This might become a forever thing. Like it'll start this year and then maybe every January seventeenth. And I think it's awesome. I think it's I think it's so incredible. I love it. Uh she was also a big supporter of the Columbus Zoo uh for many, many years back in my little my I I say it's my hometown. It was my sort of college hometown for about six years, but I, I still consider it home. So if you can give on January 17th at ASPCA or any other animal shelter in your local uh, area, go ahead and do it because uh, what a, what a what a cool thing. I love it. I love it. All right, coming up in our final hour, we're talking what the health with Dr. James Simmons. What exactly is fluorona and should we be worried? Coming up next. Three, two. You're listening to The Morning Beat. Thank you so much for joining us. As always, we have a fantastic final hour coming up for you. It's What the Health with Dr. James Simmons, our in-house nurse practitioner. Everybody's talking about this fluorona. What is she? Where'd she come from? How scared should we actually be? We're asking Dr. James that question and others coming up this hour. We're also going to be talking about the Biden administration and what they're doing for LGBTQ youth, uh, for our health in particular. It's a very powerful conversation. We can't wait to have it. Stick around for that. And then we're going to wrap things up this hour, sending you off into the weekend with a couple of uh, uplifting stories and tell me something good as we wrap up every single one of our shows and as we wrap up this first week of 2022 here on The Morning Beat. Now, Michaela will be back in studio next week. She is fully recovered from COVID-19. We can't wait to have her back. Speaking of Michaela, she's here to give you news on The Beat right now. Michaela, what's going on? Okay, honey. Well, Sidney Poitier, whose elegant, bearing, and principled on-screen characters made him Hollywood's first black movie star and the first black man to win the Best Actor Oscar has died. He was 94 years old. Uh, he overcame an impoverished background in the Bahamas and softened his thick island accent to rise to the top of his profession at a time when prominent roles for black actors were rare. He won the Oscar for 1963's Lilies of the Field, in which he played a laborer who helps a group of white nuns build a chapel. 
Many of his best-known films explored racial tensions as Americans were grappling with social changes brought by the civil rights movement in 1967 alone. He appeared as a Philadelphia detective fighting bigotry in small-town Mississippi in In the Heat of the Night and a doctor who wins over his white fiancé's skeptical parents in Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. Oh, that's so sad. I feel like um, we're watching it. I fear we're watching a generation um, that's just going to start passing, like the Betty Whites and like Sydney. You know, these like iconic characters that lived until their 90s. You know what I'm saying? It's just so wild. Interesting. But also, I feel like in some ways, their generation passed a decade or 20 years ago. Because you got to think, she's 99. He was, what, 94? Most people... Yeah, most people don't live that long. I feel like they're sort of like the end of an era, like the end of a generation who are now passing, and it's still heartbreaking. Yeah, you know what? You're absolutely right. I remember Viv. My grandma died at 93, and she started saying at 80, she was like, I'm ready to go. Everyone I know is dead. And I was like, shut up, grandma. (laughs) Shut up, grandma. I'm your world. I'm here. So morbid. 93 is a long life. I know. It was. It was. And she was so great. All right, well, let's get into uh, one more story for the weekend. LGBTQ activists and allies got the Six Flags Amusement Park in Mexico City, Mexico, to drop its policy against affectionate behavior by holding a kiss-a-thon in protest. The protest was in support of a gay couple who were harassed by park security guards on December 29th for kissing while waiting in line for a ride. Though the couple wasn't kicked out of the park, a witness pointed out that straight couples had also been kissing in line. The gay couple suspected that the guards had targeted them because they are gay. Uh, the park told us that in general, all displays of affection were prohibited and that it was in the regulations. We reviewed the regulations with him and that paragraph does not appear. They also pointed us out, took us out of line and threatened to take us out of the park for not complying with the family environment rule. However, a Twitter user called out Six Six Flags and said, you're making this up uh, because there have been ads where straight couples have been kissing. It's simply because they're gay. And uh, and they won. And I love that. And I think it's amazing. You're getting married in Mexico. I'm getting married in Mexico on the same day you're getting married at the exact same time. You're not going to hijack my wedding unless you want to pay for half of it. I'm just going to stand up there as a bridesmaid and and slowly ask Lisa to join me and then just repeat the vows you guys are saying. And I think it's going to go well. Can I also just remind you, you're not a bridesmaid, Michaela. There's no bride. Oh, God, my hetero's showing. Sorry. What am I? <laughs> you're, gr- you're going to be a grooms-woman. I'm a grooms-woman. I love just, that. That's so just cute. Just a part of the wedding party. I'm not a bride, honey. Listen, you're not a bride. You're the bridegroom. <laughs> I'm the groom. The bridegroom. I'm the groom. It, it, that's the actual formal term, bridegroom. What's a bridegroom? There's no bride. Well, no, it, it's it's the groom that is being wet off. The bridegroom. Okay, do you hear this cis straight man Wait, telling what? me what I'm going to be? No, we're going to be two grooms. There's no bridegroom. There's no bride. Bride is part groom. of a patriarchal society, a heteronormative society. Can There's I be no a bride? Can so I be no the bridegroom? Can I be the bride? A bridegroom, often shortened to groom, is a man who is about to be married or who is newly wed. Yeah, to a bride who's about to be married to a bride or married a bride. That's straight people terminology, Justin. God, no, it's, it's, that's God why do we have a straight producer, Michaela? Why do we do this to ourselves? Get rid of this guy. I'm going aye into aye weather. Aye. <laughs> I know you're frustrated when you go, ay, ay, ay.
All right, it's going to be Ohio 23 in St. Louis, 25 in Cleveland, 25 in Buffalo, 41 in Atlanta, 72 in Phoenix, 81 in Miami, 63 in Houston, 72 in Palm Springs, and 63 in L.A. They give us a vibe of the day. Well, get, we'll give you the vibe after I give you this little bit of breaking news. The president is addressing the nation right now. Job growth slows in December. We still added 199,000 jobs in the month of December, and unemployment did fall to 3.9%. Uh, it was, I think, 42 last month, so that's a good thing. But here is your vibe of the day coming to you from Coach Ted Lasso. If you don't watch Ted Lasso on Apple TV+, Plus, you need to start doing it now. It's such a great, happy, uplifting sitcom. Here it is. Do you know what the happiest animal on Earth is? What? The goldfish. Oh, because it's that's got a 10-second so memory. Be a goldfish. Yeah. Just let stuff go. I love if, it. If let it weighing go, you down, babe. Just let it go and move forward. There's literally nothing important at all. You've got one life. It goes fast. Live it. Uh, all right, coming up, it's What the Health. We're joined with Dr. James Simmons as we navigate what fluorona is. Should we be concerned And we talk about our LGBTQ health when it comes to the president next. All right, so this is an attempt on my part. I'm going to take full credit for this one, Michaela Gordon, or blame, depending on how this segment goes. It's time for another round of What the Health. And COVID, this pandemic, it's never-ending. It's frustrating. Now we have to worry about not just Omicron, but apparently the Fluorona. Uh, my fluorona. It's a combination of the flu and COVID. Uh, I want to know how serious it is. So if it's very, very serious, I'm going to feel like a complete a-hole after this segment. Uh, but if it's not yeah. that serious and we can stay protected and boosted against it, I'm going to look like a genius. So here to help make me either look like an a-hole or a genius is uh, our nurse practitioner, Dr. James Simmons for What the Health. Dr. James, how are you? A-hole. Oh, my God, James, why? Hi, What's going on? You can't you can't call this thing something like a fluorona and not expect people to make jokes about it. What's going on? Listen, I he's a doctor for very, crying out loud. I know, right? I love that the very first words I say to y'all in the new year is a-hole. <laughs> We're just going to start right Listen, there. Listen, you're, like, so- you're not the first one to call me that. But in all seriousness, <laughs> how, how scary is this? Because people are kind of panicking about it. I'm trying to just keep my sanity. Uh, I know Michaela is too. She's at home recovering from COVID. So we know it's not a laughing matter. Well, listen, I'm not kidding you. I think I might have had Fluorona because my symptoms have been unlike anybody else that's been vaxxed. They got over it very quickly. My belly's still been sick. I mean, I want to know everything about it because it's rough. It, it is rough for some people. And, it, you know, we. my mantra about all a lot of this, as y'all know, has been don't panic, right? And this is another thing about not panicking. I think it's kind of interesting that Fluorona is now sort of getting a little press because it's actually been going on since the very beginning of the pandemic. And all this is is a simultaneous concomitant infection. So you have two active infections at the same time. They are different, different viruses. One is with influenza, the flu, and the other is with some strain of SARS-CoV-2, the virus that causes COVID-19. So you have the flu and COVID together. They aren't making some super mutant uh, new illness. Fluorona is not a new illness. It's just a funny wordplay 
on having both of these at the same time. And it's something we actually, as healthcare providers and public health folks, have been really worried about since the very beginning. I think even on this show, we've talked about the potential for a twindemic, right? Apparently, we like to mash words together. But a twindemic, meaning we have an epidemic or a pandemic of the flu and a pandemic of COVID. That has never really materialized, thank God, because COVID has been enough to deal with for all of us in the last two years. But the reason this is making headlines now is Israel is like, oh, the first two people in Israel to have Flurona, you know, this combination. Well, people have actually been having this from the very beginning. It just hasn't been very prevalent because we've all been isolated. So there hasn't been much of a flu, you know, um, season in the last couple of years because of masks, because of isolation. Well, now that you know, no one's really doing lockdowns, at least here in the United States, like politically, we will probably never lock down for anything ever again, right? So there's more vaccines, we're all out and about, we're more interacting with people with less masks. That means the numbers of flu are going to go up. They're still not crazy right now. We're still not seeing a huge flu pop, but we still have time for that. And so of course, we're getting people who are possibly having the flu and, you know, coronavirus together. In fact, we do have a couple of cases in California of that already. Okay, so I so I wanted to uh, I just wanted to just reiterate that you did say moments ago it's a funny wordplay. So you use the word funny. So I'm not a complete a hole, James. I'm just I just want to say this. I think there are a couple listeners out there who might relate to me because uh, they're losing their minds just like I am. But this is this is very serious. <laughs> and, and and I thank you for sort of uh, breaking that down for us. You're so good at that always. You know, I was reading recently that President Joe Biden is they're sort of shifting their focus as an administration into the next phase of this pandemic sort of preparing the American people for a, a reality where we just live with this from now on. Like, it's not really going to go away. We are figuring out how to manage it better. But the reality is that COVID isn't going anywhere anytime soon, correct? Yeah, we're, COVID's here forever. Um, and that's, that's, I have to be really careful about how I say this. So COVID is going to be here, right? This virus isn't going anywhere. What it does remains to be seen. Like I, I try very hard not to be a soothsayer. I am not a, a, a truth teller of the future because no, no one is. And if anyone, by the way, you know, looks you in the eye and tells you that they know exactly what's going to happen with COVID, they're lying to you because none of us do. Some of the foremost experts, you know, in, in uh, investigative infectious disease research around the world have some pretty good ideas, but even they will say, like, no one knows what's going to happen. So probably what's going to happen with this, because we've started to see this play out, is that this as a virus, like lots of respiratory viral illnesses that impact humans, will continue to mutate, hopefully, in a direction of being less virulent, so less serious, less lethal, but potentially also more contagious, which is exactly what we're seeing with, with Omicron, right? So everyone's getting Omicron. You're just, if you're listening, you're going to get it. If you haven't gotten it already, you may not know that you got it, but everybody's getting this because it is that contagious. This may turn out to be the most contagious upper respiratory virus we have ever seen as a species. It is that contagious. However, unlike Michaela, most folks, especially folks who are at least double vaccinated, please be triple vaccinated if you can be. Most folks get this. It's kind of a bad cold for a couple of days. You feel better. You move on with your life. So a lot of experts are saying that that's the direction we will probably head 
we we got to get back to some, you know, even more a sense of normalcy. And so this is going to end up sort of feeling more like, darn it, I got a cold, like we used to say before the pandemic. But it ultimately remains to be seen. Who knows what could happen? Wow. Okay. Well, thank you for the clarification. Thank you so much, Dr. James. We want to continue having a conversation with you for what the health. Uh, We want to ask you about Joe Biden doing more for LGBTQ health. What are his plans? What can he do? Coming up next. Welcome back to The Morning Beat. It's time for another round of What the Health with our in-house nurse practitioner, Dr. James Simmons, always keeping us healthy and happy and sort of sane. Uh, Thanks for being here, Dr. James. Now, you know, things weren't so good for our community during the Trump years, right? And Joe Biden, uh, it seems like his administration and those under him are trying to trying to do a little bit better. Um, the Department of Health and Human Services wants to restore Obama-era protections and take a step further by recognizing gender-affirming care. Uh, what do we know about uh, the Affordable Care Act and how it's sort of being uh, shifted or changed or molded in a different way to, to support our community? Is Joe Biden's administration doing enough? Uh, or in your opinion, what else could be done? Yeah, I, I actually think that the Biden administration is doing enough and then some even. This is really, really exciting. So just on a 50,000 foot high level recap for the folks who may not remember this, we actually have talked about this on the morning beat a couple of times during the Trump administration. The Affordable Care Act under Obama did have some protections for uh, gender affirming care. So if insurance companies private insurance providers wanted to be a part of the affordable care marketplace so people could go to um, through the Affordable Care Act, sign up for insurance. Those insurance plans had to have some sort of gender affirming care coverage. So hormone therapy, surgery in some cases, if that's appropriate for you, like those things. That was great. Well, Trump administration came along and, and all of the different things they tried to do to the Affordable Care Act. Um, one of the things they did actually get accomplished was to remove some of those gender affirming um, care stipulations and even added in some what most of us refer to as, you know, explicitly discriminatory practices for some of these insurance companies, meaning those same insurance companies under Obama who had to provide care now under Trump said, eh, you can sign up for our insurance plan, but if you are a trans person or, you know, you need some sort of gender affirming type of care, we don't have to provide that for you. And under Trump, that was legal. It is unfortunately still legal now. However, one of the many uh, election promises that the Biden administration made before he became president was that he was going to turn this around. His administration was going to turn this around. And so, you know, there's been some other things going on in the last year, I suppose. But some of us in the healthcare industry have sort of been like, all right, we're getting a little impatient about this. Well, the Department of Health and Human Services actually has announced now that not only are they going to return to Obama era non-discrimination protections for LGBTQIA plus people under the ACA, but they're even going to add to it and require insurance companies if they want to be a part of the marketplace to provide even more health care coverages for folks, particularly gender affirming care. It's really exciting. That is exciting. I mean we I mean we know that he he is very supportive of our community. He actually kinda kinda put his foot in his mouth and came out in support of same sex marriage before Barack Obama did when they were in office together. Um, and what as a community though, what sort of long term impact could this have 
on our community because we've seen the inequities in healthcare in so many different communities uh, through this pandemic. What sort of a long-term impact could this have on us as a community? Um, and I think it could be huge. And and you really highlight the right term, long-term, right? I think this is this is one of those those situations where we need to really implant into the healthcare system that LGBTQIA, and I hate to lump us all together, but for the sake of conversation, our specific healthcare needs have to be ingrained into the healthcare system. They shouldn't even be seen as unique, right? Um, these are just part of the healthcare needs that every individual has as individualized healthcare needs. And so if you are um, a trans person or a non-binary person or someone who needs gender affirming type of care, this should not be some sort of weird, unique situation that you have to go hunt and peck and find, a, you know, a one specific insurance plan that may or may not cover you. And it's still going to be expensive, right? This should just be part of our care. This moves us a step closer in that direction, particularly because, as is very, very well documented, um, our trans members of our family, you know, on, on the whole, statistically earn a lot less money than even the rest of us in the community, and certainly a lot less money than our cis friends. And so those individuals will, are often having to seek care through the Affordable Care Act, right, because it is more, finger quote, affordable. And so some of those plans in the past okay, I need to get my health care through the Affordable Care Act. This is the place I need to go. Well, they're not providing care for me. Now they have to. There are protections. There are anti-discriminatory protections against, you know, you can't discriminate against LGBTQIA plus folks in these plans. So it really can go a long way to us being able to just seek care in our communities like everybody else does, instead of having to go different places, play, pay extra money, do some things underground, like we've had to do as a community for such a long time. And this, as a healthcare provider, it's something I'm really, really excited about. And I honestly hope that one of the other protections they put in here is that this can't be removed in the future. Because while Biden is president now, we know that the pendulum will swing the other way eventually. And I hope that, you know, uh, another president and another administration down the road can't actually remove these protections like Donald Trump did um, during his administration. Well, we appreciate you so much, Dr. James Simmons, for joining us. What the health? Keeping us safe with Florona, educating us on LGBTQ health. And we look forward to talking with you soon. Happy New Year. There it is. We'll talk soon. Coming up uh, in What's Poppin', Elvira says, coming out uh, totally turned off some of her followers. Find out how and why she really doesn't care. Coming up next. Tell me something good. All right, let me tell you about Jonathan Fredericks. He's a 16-year-old uh, 16-year-old boy from Dallas, Texas, who spent a year working at Chick-fil-A. Uh, now, that's problematic in its own right. But listen, he's a young man. He's trying to earn his way. I don't support Chick-fil-A because they don't support us, but I support this young man because he worked really, really hard to save up enough money to purchase a new car, which he did. He actually saved up $9,800. His grandfather took him to a dealership in Fort Worth, uh, and they didn't see a car they liked on the lot. However, the salesperson there, by the name of James, offered them his Mazda CX-5. So, Jonathan pays him $9,800 in cash for the vehicle. Five months later, though, the car was towed back uh, to the dealership, where the manager said he had sold the Mazda SUV to, uh, to this other dealer just months prior, but the dealer stopped making payments. 
So the 16-year-old has $10,000 of his hard-earned money. He pays to this dealer in cash. Turns out that dealer had bought the car from the same dealership the year before and stopped paying on it. So this kid is out of car. He's worked an entire year, saved up $10,000. That's a big deal. Well, humanity being what it is at its best, uh, somebody else who had paid attention to a a story about this that was done on the local uh, TV station, CBS 11, said that it was really frustrating. So Frank Kent Motor Company saw the story air and they reached out. They said, how can we get in touch with this young man? Well, they put them in touch and they brought him in and donated a brand new Kia Soul to Jonathan, no strings attached gave him a brand new car because of all the trouble he'd gone through and because of his his hard-earned money had been wasted. Uh, it's a pretty cool ending to a pretty crappy story because not all... Listen, I think car salesmen in particular can get a bad rap because they can be a little slimy sometimes, but they wanted to show that not every car dealership is the same. So I love this happy ending. I love it. I love it. Okay, well, this story is also amazing, especially coming off the heels of the Pope disrespecting... Uh, pet parents because uh, in Spain uh, the courts decided they'll now be able to consider a pet's welfare when a couple breaks up or gets divorced because the pet is officially become a legal member of the family and they have more rights now. So animals are part of the family. And when a family decides to separate, the fate of the animal gets very tricky and it has to be regulated with the same importance as the fate of other family members. I, I think it's incredible. I love this. I think the pets really don't get enough um enough credit because you know i i think that they're so good for anxiety they're so good when you're sick they're so good when you just need a buddy and you know some people actually can't even have children and that is why they have pets and you do you treat them like your family members they're so loyal Uh, i just love it i think this is so great i think it's great too yeah, I love it. Yeah, honey. Well, that is uh, it for us. We're going into the weekend. I'm so excited. I'll be back in studio on Monday. Thankfully, testing negative. Uh, enjoy your weekend. Do try to take care of your health as everyone is getting a little sick. Wash your hands. Wear your mask. Stay inside if you can. And we'll have a great show for you next week. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 